0: From 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 32494, the earliest show in the archive, 32494. My interview with Donald Trump from 1102011. 1102011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to go to glow.fm slash savagepremium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Uh, having watched the baseball game since I'm 11 years old, I got, I got over... I went through a baseball phase between the ages of 10 and a half and 11 and a half, and then I outgrew it. Uh, but I am going to the baseball game tonight at Giant Stadium, whatever it's called. I have no idea what it's called. Family has a box there with various and sundry friends and business associates. And they said, Dad, you have to go. And I said, I hate baseball. I hate crowds. I hate parking. I hate driving through crowds. But I'm going anyway. So I'm going to be with you for a couple hours here on the Savage Nation. Then I'm off to the ball game. And that's it. Now, the question is to you, have you stopped watching baseball or do you still watch baseball? Are you interested in Barry Bonds? Let me tell you why I'm not interested in baseball or any of the sports. In my day, uh, sports heroes drank Coca-Cola. Today, too many of them skip the cola part of that. And so therefore, I'm not that interested in a bunch of junkies in uh, in striped uniforms. They're just not heroes to me. My heroes were clean. They were clean cut. Ted Williams, you know, thing like I mean, I looked up to them. I really didn't care what they did behind the scenes. I didn't want to know about it. I didn't hear about it. They were my heroes. So I collected playing cards as a kid for heroes. I didn't really want to know what they did. Now I got to hear what this guy with the Balco and the, and the, and I don't know. How do you compare apples with apples? Okay, so Hank Aaron has the record that uh, Barry Bonds is about to break this afternoon when I'm there. It's another reason I have to be there. I am the zealot of baseball, and so I have to be in the box when the record record is broken. That's an in-joke for uh, Woody Allen only. Hank Aaron hit 755 home runs, okay? That's a lot of home runs, right? But he did it with a different bat, a different ball, and as I say, he drank Coca-Cola. Today the cola's gone from the mixture that they use, by what I can hear. They got trick creams that they put on now and trick things that seep into their muscles. It's a a different world, you know. But, all right, people need a hero, so they got a hero. To me, they're not my heroes. I'll tell you who my heroes are. My heroes are the boys who fly the F 18 Hornets off uh, the USS Dennis. So let's start with that hero. My hero is the surgeon who takes a, a twisted, broken wreck of a human being after a car wreck and saves their life. My hero is the teacher who takes a kid from a home with... No father and a junkie mother and takes that child and gives that child a road out of hell. You know, I can give you a list of my heroes. They're really not baseball uh, players. Secondly, they're paid too much proportionate to what they actually do, if I want to tell you the truth. But then people would say that about me. So we can't get into the money part of it. They'd say, well, talk radio hosts make far too much money for what they do. They just talk. Well, if you think that what I do is just talk, well, that's like saying Barry Bonds just hits a ball with a stick. I mean, yeah, anyone can hit a ball with a stick and anyone can talk. But that's not the same thing as being a talk radio star or being a uh, star baseball player. Understand? No. All right. Uh, move on. We have plenty of topics here uh, of which you'll probably be the. Uh, could you play the Mel Allen piece for me? I need a nostalgia break. Go ahead. Play Mel Allen. I want to hear it's it. A deep right
1: field. That ball is
0: Why do I get chills from my thighs to the top of my head? I could literally, I was just transported by that particular soundbite. Queens, New York, I don't know the year, walking around with a teeny portable radio glued to my ear during a World Series game, listening to every play. That's appropriate for an 11-year-old boy. Is it appropriate for a a man 50 and up? Have you ever seen these lunatics running around with jackets on? (laughs) 49ers, I mean, they live with these jackets on. They live through a baseball or a football team in a time like this. I've never seen anything like it. So that's why I pay no attention to sports. I mean, you got to admit this is a special day, and I'm allowed to go, so I'm going. I, I didn't I didn't choose it. I mean, I, I'm not apologizing. Many people would like to be there. It's a great honor to have been given tickets. I almost bailed this morning. I started saying I don't want to go. I don't like crowds. I don't like this. i got to do a show. I'm going to be part th- I'll do a half a show, a full show, a quarter of a show. Then I'll go. Then I won't go then I will go, then I will but I'm going to be there, all right, what's convinced me finally was not that Barry Bonds might break Hank Aaron's record, I got to admit it, it's that a family member told me they had been in that box, and it's so well catered that the food must be tasted, so again, it comes down to the food, I can't help myself, it's the way I'm oriented, I can't wait to see what food they're going to have in that, in that uh, luxury, (laughs) in the luxury box, Are they allowed to smoke up their gut? What if I get a guy with a cigar in the box? (laughs) What am I going to do? It's like being on a bad cruise and you can't get off. (laughs) I'm staying two to three innings. That's my maximum. Look, I went to the museum Sunday and I did a whole show on it yesterday, right? How long do you think I was in the museum? An hour tops. How much can you take of anything? I, I don't know if I could take anything for more than 49 minutes. Except radio I have to take for three hours a day. Brandon, Houston, Texas. Go ahead. You're on the Savage Nation.
2: Yeah, I'd like to talk on the baseball topic. Um, I'm 27. I still watch baseball. I love the sport. It's the only professional sport I pay attention to because, to a large extent, I don't think the hip hop culture has infected it as much as, say, the NFL or especially the NBA. So I respect the game. I don't interest. I'm not interested in Bonds at all, though. I don't have any respect for him. I think he cheated. Even if he does break the record, I think he's going to get. Just a lot of um, a lot of negativity out of it, more than anything. Well, what has he
0: done? What has he done? I have read a little bit on this, the Balco scandal, and was who he's been widely accused of using steroids uh, in a cream form. It's all allegations, right? Right, it's all
2: allegations. But I- all
0: right, and, and to his credit, he has never failed a steroid test. I mean, so you know
2: more to do a lot of people don't like him because of his attitude he comes across as as just arrogant and and rude i mean compare that
0: to it well that's like, interesting you see when i was a kid if you were at the game and i went to the yankee stadium you know i still have a ball from 1954 in my dr- drawer would you believe it somewhere underneath the handkerchiefs uh, no one wears handkerchiefs anymore but i uh, uh under a handkerchief i have a ball from 1954 from yankee stadium it must be worth twelve dollars by now and I think Mickey Mantle was during practice. He hit it. Who knows? And I was so thrilled to death that scrawny little me caught this ball without getting pummeled and killed. But if you, if a ball player came next to you, let's say, and you were out getting a ball and you're a kid, they never spit at you or sneered at you. They said, hey, kid, how are you? You thought God himself had reached out and touched you. You know that?
2: Oh, absolutely, and some of them still do. I mean, Craig Bezio of the Houston Astros just hit it, like, had 3,000 hits, and this is a stand-up guy. He's a good family man. He's well-respected in Houston. Stuck with one team for over 20 years. So I think the, that baseball, more than any sport, has has guys like that, and that's why I still have a great um, respect and appreciation. You know, I'll
0: tell you what it is. To me, the greatest game in the world is the USA versus our enemies. I mean, I'm on this team. This is my team. Vorders language culture is our motto. That's our uniform Is the American flag and uh the enemy is pretty clear uh, and and he's out there and he's everywhere and to me it's me against them and i'm rooting for the home team you know what i'm saying brandon i wish everybody else was wor new york city mark you're on the savage nation go ahead please I'm
1: a 62-year-old man, Michael. I was an all-state selection of baseball in high school. I have not watched baseball in the, t- in the past 10 or 12 years because of the steroids, the drug problem. I would not go to the game tonight to watch Bob, uh, uh, Bonds break a record. As a matter of fact, I'd spit in his face, I think. You know, that's how I feel about the game today. Well,
0: hold on, but tell me why. Tell me what provokes this kind of feeling. I don't even understand it. What is it that he's done that makes you angry?
1: The guy is obviously on steroids. This guy is so pumped up from the time he first got in the game. He's like Mark McGuire or the other guys. He has it. This is not a legitimate thing. This is a fraud.
0: Mark, let me ask you. I really don't know the game. Are the balls themselves different than they were in the age of Hank Aaron, the actual baseball
1: there was a time, they did a study a couple of years back, that they uh, felt that the balls were livelier and the construction of the balls, that may have contributed to it.
0: But again, it goes back... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean they were livelier then or they are livelier now?
1: No, they're livelier now. And there was a study done a few years back. Well, what are that- they
0: putting like... I read years ago that they were putting some kind of core in there that was uh, uh, more resilient to a, to a, uh, something hitting it it would go further. Is that tr- any truth to that?
1: Yeah, that's the same study that I read. The core in the uh, baseball itself—it was uh, hard.
0: Uh, so you're not you're not comparing apples to apples. If Bonds breaks Aaron's record, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Number one, it's like uh, like two different playing fields.
1: Of course. The guy, first of all, the guy's not legitimate. He's doing this. It's a fraud. He's a, he's a built-up, pumped-up, uh, uh, drugged-up guy. This is not a well, legitimate Well, okay.
0: Now, I don't know any of that, and I can't let it go out. There are allegations. Again, I have no emotions involved in this one way or the other. I, I don't really follow it, but I'm sure many of my listeners are baseball fans, and they listen to this show and they follow the sports, you know. So am I going to hear the national anthem or not? They play uh, the Cuban anthem. They actually make... They make the idiots with the hats on backwards do the national anthem at the ball feel amazing. Michael Savage, a host like no other.
3: festival is a long-time tradition in Hillcrest, as is the participation of Fire Station Number no. 5, located on 9th and University. But each year, the department reportedly has a hard time recruiting firefighters to ride a fire truck down the parade route. So on the morning of the event, it's alleged Assistant Fire Chief Jeff Carl made a direct order commanding four heterosexual firefighters to participate in the gay parade, despite expressing clearly they did not want to.
2: These guys were bombarded. You know, with not just, you know, comments, but a lot of, you know, crude gestures, guys touching themselves and doing obscene things.
3: Lamandry says his clients are not homophobic, but they were so distraught from the experience they felt compelled to take legal action. In his complaint, fire engineer Jason Hewitt wrote, this isn't about homosexuality. This has to do with people in the workplace being threatened, sexually harassed, and forced to participate in a parade that isn't like other parades.
0: Yes, and the person who did it to them was a lesbian fire chief. Isn't that wonderful uh, that firemen now are being bossed around by lesbians? Police are now being bossed around by lesbian police chiefs being forced to participate in, uh, in uh, let us say, parades. Let's call them parades that they find detestable for religious or cultural reasons. And this is an example of the culture war that is being waged upon the middle class by the radical fringe that is being courted by Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama... Uh, Edwards and the other left-wingers in the Democrat Party. I do not know how a straight person out there could vote for a Democrat. As bad as the Republicans are, and believe me, I'm not a big fan of the Republicans, on the issue of family values, I have to say, the Democrats are not only in left field, they're out of the ballpark altogether. Doing this to these men uh, is is an outrage. It would be like taking homosexuals and forcing them to go to a church service where Leviticus is read to them. And they'd say, well, it was uh, against their uh, their cultural or whatever bias and that um, it, it would be sexual harassment to take homosexuals, force them to go to a church where Leviticus is being read, isn't it? You wouldn't expect to, to force homosexuals to go to a church. After all, that's unheard of. But it, it's not unheard of to take a heterosexual Christian firefighter and force them into a gay parade? Well, I hope they sue the organizers for everything they're worth. And then we get America back from the extremist fringe. Uh, that's my opinion. And if I'm sure it's your opinion, too, but you wouldn't know that from the media. Every show that I turn on now, I'm afraid, within eight minutes, there's going to be a homosexual theme in it. Four, eight minutes into it, you're watching a movie. Four, five, six, seven, eight minutes. Eight minutes into the show, bingo, they're giving you a twist already into something you didn't know you were getting yourself into. And they're very clever how they write up the, the, the little uh, synopsis of the movie. They never say the word gay in it anymore or homosexual. They say uh, a creative plot. that you know, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, there it is already, the brainwashing for you and your children. And this is gradualism. This is how agendas are forced down the throats of tolerant people. And the only way we can take this country back from them and the others is by understanding the methods of propaganda that are being used on you through gradualism to make you accept things that you know are not right. And that's all there is to that, and we'll talk about that. Indianapolis, David, you're on the Savage Nation. Topic, please.
2: Michael, your heroes are in F-18s. My heroes are out here at the airport going back and forth from Iraq, and they're in full uniform. And, and I don't know each one of them by name, but uh, they do a hell of a lot more for me than some stupid drug addict baseball player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, those are, my, those are my sentiments exactly, but I have to go, David. You know, if a family member gets the box seat tickets, right, and he's got business associates and he's saying, Dad, they want to meet you. You know what I'm saying, David? I have an obligation to the family to go. You follow me?
2: A lot of baseball players that aren't on drugs. And just like these uh, baseball players, that the good ones,
0: these soldiers, they know about discipline. And I'm sorry. Yeah, well, they're my heroes. I told you that. Those are my heroes, not the guys in the stripe uniforms. But I'm going to that game tonight. Savage. Thomas Moore Law Center continues its good work in defending Lieutenant Colonel Chassani in a Haditha case. But did you know that they're also helping four firemen who were forced against their will to march in a homosexual pride parade? I spoke with Brian Rooney for the details and an update on Colonel Chassani.
4: Michael, there's a, an absolutely unbelievable story that's coming out of San Diego where four firefighters have been forced to participate in a gay pride parade against their will uh, by the uh, city um, dep- fire department. Are they kidding? On July 21st of this year, 2007, the San Diego uh, fire firefighters were ordered, these four firefighters were ordered to participate in the San Diego Gay Pride Parade. On the 20th, the day before, they were told that they might have to do this, and all four of them said that they didn't want to do that, and that they would only do it if they received a direct order from higher to do so. They came into work the next day and uh, they were told to get in their uniforms and get their truck ready. They were going to be participating in the parade, marching in the parade as participants in the parade. Regardless of what their conscious or personal desires were, they were ordered to participate in this parade. you got to be kidding me. Well, Dr. Savage, once they uh, got going on the parade route, uh, you know, this parade in San Diego is notorious for being one of the most debauched of all uh, the gay pride parades. And, you know, Of course, people, especially men, are wearing virtually nothing, and it's a very sexually oriented parade. And the firefighters were subjected to, you know, here's the the more tame things where you can put out my fire, um, you're making me hot, give me mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. And and it went on to much more gross and lascivious kind of uh, talk. And then, of course, there were these gross uh, sexual gestures that were uh, presented to the firefighters, directed at the firefighters. And then when the firefighters tried not to uh, even deal with it in the sense of, like, reacting to these kind of gestures, then they started being, uh, you know, told... They were flipped off, given the, the middle finger, the F.U. fireman was said to them. Uh, so this went on for about three hours that they were made to endure this whole parade.
0: Oh, big surprise there.
4: Well, Dr. Savage, uh, this uh, parade traditionally, for the firefighters at least, had always been a volunteer basis that if the firefighters wanted to participate in it, they could. Um, in this particular case, there's a new fire chief, and she's an open lesbian and uh, she sent out a a memorandum saying she wanted as many people in the fire department to participate as possible Um, it turned out that this participation for these specific firefighters ended up being a a voluntary participation but a mandatory participation Uh, this fire chief has said in the past that her sexuality had nothing to do with her becoming a fire chief and it's never been an issue for her in the department in San Diego before but of course now it's become an issue because of of this order to participate in the parade. And now what will happen? If you go to the San Diego Union Tribute, it's like this flowery description of this great event that occurred that the firefighters in fact in the subtitle, so the firefighters you know, participated in as if this was like a great normal kind of event and that it was like a full community willing participation thing and that people were shouting heroes to the firefighters instead of what really was going on when they were shouting these gross, vulgar, um, sexually harassing comments at them. And, of course, the, the, the paper wants to paint a picture of, you know, normalcy of an event that's not normal in the least. The first thing is that they were sexually harassed. It's clear that they were. Um, and the San Diego policy in the city has a policy that you can be sexually harassed by, public, by the public as well especially if you're placed in a position that uh, people higher up should know that you're going to be sexually harassed. And the situation at the Gay Pride Parade in San Diego is, is of course, a sexually harassing environment for people that don't want to participate in it. So, you know, you, these people that order them into it should not be surprised that these men did not welcome these sexual advances, did not welcome these sexual comments, and that they were sexually harassed. So that's first and foremost the... Uh, basis of the uh, of the suit, but also the Supreme Court said that you have the right to free speech if you want to, but it also said in the past that if you don't want to speak, you have the right to not speak as well, and as a matter of these firefighters participating in the parade, there's a clear per- uh, perception issue that these firefighters are endorsing what they're parading in. In fact, there were uh, people protesting the parade. Saying that uh, homosexuality is sin and whatnot, and that these people were going to hell, and the firefighters like trying to tell these people that they're not participating in the parade. They want to tell these people that they're not participating in the parade. You know, as something that they endorse. And of course, the perception is is that you know do these people protesting it that they are you know participating because they endorse it. And, you know, what what are these firefighters supposed to tell their wives, their children, their church congregations, or their synagogues about why they're participating? in this parade it's it's obviously
0: a perception problem what other related topics should the savage nation know about
4: Michael as we talked about on your show many times in the past the defense of Lieutenant Colonel Chisani continues we're headed or at least the investigating officer in this case recommended to go to a general court-martial so we've been gearing up for that but we asked General Mattis and the last time we were on your show we said we we're gonna ask for a meeting with him and we in fact did meet with General Mattis and we asked for him to open up the article 32 hearing again because the investigating officer recommended refinements on the original charges that were not presented at the thirty Article 32 hearing until after closing arguments had occurred. So we thought that that was a violation of the rules for court-martial, and General Mattis agreed with us and uh, they're going to open up the hearing again on Wednesday and it's going to go through Friday however the prosecutors in answering our our request for witnesses said you're not getting any witnesses and you're not getting any evidence so we have to send another letter to General Mattis saying the prosecutors obviously don't believe we have the right to put on any evidence and so uh, we can't believe that this is comporting with your intent to reopen the 32 to just have people show up and stare at one another so we're hoping that we actually get to put on evidence. If not, then it's going to be more of the same where we're just you know, marking time and getting ready to go to the general court-martial. But, of course, we thank you and your supporters for supporting Colonel Chassani, and we still have the greatest uh, belief and hope that uh, in the end we're going to be exonerated. What
0: kind of government is
4: this? Well, Michael, the Article 32 process still isn't done, obviously, since we're doing it this week, and it'll probably be another couple weeks before we finally get resolution on whether we're going to a general court-martial or not. Uh, but you know, to tell you the truth. I'm expecting to go to a general court martial, and we're preparing. We're gearing up for that. We uh, are getting our legal uh, documents in order and motions in order. So you know, I expect to be on your show again in the future and asking for your support in the general court martial process and, and your uh, listener support because that's where the rubber hits the road, and we believe we'll be exonerated
0: at the Article 32. That is good. Thanks for being on,
4: Michael. Thank you, and thank all your listeners for all your support of the Thomas. Law
0: Center. You heard an update on Colonel Chassani. They're railroading him. The prosecutor is a rogue prosecutor in the Marines who is not following the rules. He simply wants this man crucified. Uh, He is exactly, in my opinion, like uh, D.A. Nifong in in Durham, North Carolina. And it's the prosecutor. It's the prosecutor. It's the prosecutors. They're out of control whether they wear a uniform or not. In this case, he needs to be disbarred thrown out of the Marine Corps, or put in prison for the same length of time that he's trying to put Shoshani in prison for a crime he didn't commit. He wasn't even at the location where the alleged crime occurred. Now, as for San Diego, if you go to michaelsavage.com, I put my own little touch on the headline. As you know, I, I deal in psychological nudity. So I take a story, and I translate it into actual words, the words that normal people would use in a barroom or in a living room. And my headline reads as follows, homomaniacs force firemen to endure sicko taunts calling it diversity. Does that work for you? Is that plain enough English? I do specialize in the plain truth. I've never forgotten how to talk the plain truth, and I will never forget how to talk the plain truth. No matter how many sicko perverts on the left come at me and try to threaten me, take away my job, take away my millstone, take away my radio show, I'm gonna tell you the truth as long as I can. These people who started out by saying, we need uh, an equal opportunity, are now trying to tell the other people who they've taken over and are now running to do exactly what they want, even against their will. It would be like taking a group of orthodox rabbis and forcing them to ride in an open car through a homosexual parade. What if the rabbi said, well, I don't want to go? but you're going to go anyway, you're going to endorse homosexuality by tacitly being in that car. That's what they did to this symbol, these firemen. They're a symbol of straightness and honor in American society. Not only must this fire chief be fired, but the San Diego Fire Department must be uh, sued as they are being sued. The Gay Pride Festival must be sued as they're being sued. And only by losing 30 to $50 million will they understand that we still live in America. We have not yet descended into the uh, into the world that they would like to drag us into on the right side of my uh, web pride uh, web pride <laughs> I'm going crazy. on the website hey web pride is not bad is that No, the word pride has been distorted like they stole the rainbow they st- stole the word pride i can't use either word anything that a child likes they took they're all heroes and you know everyone's a hero so the other article on my website is san francisco values judge releases troublemaking drunk uh, that's a great story MichaelSavage.com is the website and uh Let's see what else we have the headline. Illegal immigrants tied to bridge problems. Oh, yeah. That's right. Didn't tell you that one? The owner of Tarasco Steel, a company that supplied workers on the Bloxy Bay Bridge, was arrested for hiring illegal aliens as welders, most of whom had no welding certificates. You hear this? On the right side of the website, Jew against Jew to satisfy U.S. It's a story that can make a proud Christian or a proud Jew cry. It's a picture of Jewish police using chainsaws and clippers smashing through doors, not to get terrorists, but to get Jewish people out of their apartments in Hebron, a historic Jewish city, and remove them in order to satisfy uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, great Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice-Aroni. Another great story, liberals finally see Edwards as big phony. Gee, I'm really shocked that they finally saw that. The sicko story of the drunk is up at two times. That should be off. It should have been off the site by now, but it's time to correct it. Hank Aaron was on Coca-Cola. Too many of today's stars are on Coke. There should be an extra O in the, in the word too. It's not T-O, it's T-O-O. But I'm correcting the website as I go along. That's the good part of the show. Hank Aaron was on Coca-Cola. Too many of today's stars are on Coke. Propaganda. Let's see what else we have on the website. MichaelSavage.com. Oh, yeah, look at this. How do you like that? What else do I have for you here? Only 925 copies of the Alzheimer's book remain in this printing. Only 369 remain of the children's book. And only 364 copies of the last pressing of the DVD remain. Now, I just want to say one thing about that. I'm actually going to go back and make more. I don't know how long it's going to take to get them, but I'm going to make them all. But I'm going to make an order for the Christmas season now. Like, if I don't order them now, I don't know how many you are going to sell. I would suggest you get them now. Buy them for Christmas in the summer. Because the prices probably will go up. I'll see if I can uh, hold them down. I may not be able to. Anyway, let's talk about the ball game. Let's talk about the pride thing. Let's talk about how pride has become hate and how diversity is really perversity on the savage nation. Well, you know, it's a big deal. As you well know in radio or the media, if you stand up to the homosexual mafia, which exists, they run the entire entertainment business. You ask anybody in Hollywood, you're not allowed to say it, but it's true. They run the... um, Uh, talent agencies. I know very well who runs the talent agencies and what their orientation is because I had a little run-in with them. Uh, And the fact of the matter is, if you do not conform to the homosexual agenda, you don't work in Hollywood. Now you may say, well, that's fair, isn't it? Is that fair? And you wonder why films are such garbage today? You wonder why Christians won't take their children to movies? You wonder why Orthodox Jews don't have televisions in their houses? I don't wonder at all. I don't wonder at all. You want that poison in your child's mind? I don't. I'll be back. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Everything is upside down. Everything is upside down. Listen to me, sonny boy. If you put down the beef and ate a little more corned beef, you'd live a lot longer, let me tell you. No, you know it's an interesting joke I just told in its own way. When you think about it, we're obsessed with health, you know, running and eating low cholesterol, low fat, no trans fats. It's all good, but then you encounter people who are spiritually rather pure and follow a spiritually pure life. They actually eat fatty foods. I've met a few they lived 103. Their minds are sharp to the end, or 95. A lot of them, and it's because they're spiritually pure. They're not, and they're not obsessed at all with what they're eating. I don't mean you should eat, you know, fat and garbage. That's not my point. But my point is a little different, which is does spiritual purity add to one's health? I don't know that uh, such a study has been done or could be done. I don't know how you would analyze for spiritual purity. I don't know what the measurements would be for spiritual purity and whether they could be uh, deemed to be accurate enough. And I don't know how you do a double-blind study on spiritual purity versus spiritual impurity. I suppose you could take 100 random people, 150,000 random people, no, 100 random people from the streets of San Francisco in a certain district, and then take 100 random people in a church in Knoxville, Tennessee, and you'd have, let's say, a random population of the two sorts that we're talking about, and then you, uh, you know, do retroactive, retro, retrospective epidemiological studies, and you might be able to determine uh, that question. WOR in New York, Tony, you're on the Savage Nation, what's on your mind? Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I I agree with you today, Mike, on the topic of... That's uh, no, your it's your problem. I don't know who you are.
1: Well,
2: I'm just saying in a general sense, um, the uh, firemen that were forced to do something in the parade, really nobody should be forced, whatever creed they are, to do anything. That's why I'm shocked that they were... Was their jobs in jeopardy, Mike, if they didn't march in the parade?
0: On the a- maniacs in San Diego forced the firemen to march or they were going to be fired they were told that they would be fired if they did not go in the parade
2: that's totally uh i'm I'm totally uh floored by that i cannot believe
0: that well you should be i mean any fair-minded american would understand that forcing somebody against their will uh is a violation of their civil rights they were it says right here they had to comply or be suspended and it would have gone on their permanent record they were then subjected to verbal abuse and sexual gesture gestures And it is because of the lesbian fire chief in San Diego, Tracy Garman, who did this. And she now took her her sexual orientation and turned it into a weapon against straight firemen. This is a civil war and the Democrats are on the side of the deviants. Get it clear. No straight person. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it.